and it's time to talk travel. And Sally Lucas joining me, Jane Klein, and we've got a great subject today. I think we have, Jane. It's called Luxury Lodges of Australia, but I'm not only just going to talk about the particular lodges, but more importantly, their wonderful locations. And they're located in some of the most remote and wonderful parts of Australia, um, as they call barefoot paradises, some of them, and um, exclusive by virtue of their remoteness, of course, and, and getting there. So you're going to some really, really special, special places when you go to any of these. And they're located in various locations throughout Australia. All of them great. All of them fantastic. Three of the lodges, uh, which is Longitude 30, 131, which is Ayers Rock Uluru, um, the Southern Ocean Lodge on Kangaroo Island and Capella Lodge on Lord Howe are all part of this group. And they're all owned by James Bailey and his wife, who is Dick Smith's daughter. Um, and they have just actually taken out an award of, um, with uh, their lodge at Southern Ocean Lodge being in voted, and they've got to go to New York for the awards as one of the top ten resort properties in the world. Mm. So there you go. We're really getting up there now. So you don't have to go overseas to do some lovely, luxury, important travelling. You can do it right here in our own backyard. So what is it about that lodge that makes it so wonderful? And well, Jane, you know I've been there. and I That's just, why I'm asking. That's why you're asking, of course. Um, and we just could not believe the exceptional service, not just the location perched on a cliff over the Great Southern Ocean where you see all sorts of wild weather and animals and sea life and just, just magnificent from a scenic point of view, but... It's just their, their whole attitude, the training of the staff. I have never been fated by such wonderful professionalism, friendliness without being over-friendly, you know, unobtrusiveness, but everything being there, being just right. The food was exquisite. Um, the rooms are spacious and just all glass windows, you know, you just, and there, you step down a level into a living area. So you've got like a raised level where your bed and bathroom is, which is all glass again, because no one can see in. So it's all this full glass around your bathroom. It does have a blind there if it worries you a bit to pull down, but I mean, it's such a wonderful outlook. It's, it's, and each, the way the lodges have been built, it's all done ecologically, but no one lodge looks into another lodge. It's, it's sort of a curve building and the way they've done the curve. So you're not ever seeing anyone else. So very private but very special. Sounds a great design. It is. It's a fabulous design, actually. So Longitude 131, as I said, that's the one in Uluru. And, of course, there, you know, we've got the wonderful Uluru and Katajuta National Park and also what was then called the Olgas, but we now call Katajuta, which you can do your Sounds of Silence dinner and see all those wonderful sunrises and sunsets and delve into the foundation of, of the Anadu culture and explore and listen to all the original stories from the custodians of the land there. And it is that model, it is quite something. And, again, as I've said before, if you ever get the opportunity to do a, a flight over any of these special areas, sometimes you don't get the concept of, of the immensity until you do the flight over. And it's linked underground with Mount Connor, yet Mount Connor is like a mesa that you see in America. It's a flat top mountain, but they're part of that same chain that was eventually exposed from under the water many, many millions of years ago. Uh, moving down then, there's a lovely uh, wine, food and luxury accommodation property called the Louise in the Barossa Valley. So if you're, wanting, if you're someone that's really into, into your wine and food, apparently it wins all sorts of awards for its food and you're in, a, in this beautiful um, inspired design and you've got breathtaking, you know, lovely vineyard views and all the things, of course, that you can do in and around the Barossa Valley. Moving up again back into New South Wales, the Emirates Walgan Valley Resort and Spa, which is in the Blue Mountains region, 
about 190 k's or a three-hour drive from Sydney. And um, it's, again, remote. You know, you're close to the Blue Mountains, but also to places like Lithgow with your zigzag railway. Um, so you're sort of in betwixt the, the two areas. And it's, again, it's about the Walgon Valley is about 26 kilometres long and varies in width from six or seven kilometres at its widest point. Um, and then it cuts into a deep gorge through these verti- almost vertical sandstone cliffs. Um, so it's quite a spectacular resort to go and stay at as well. Um, moving into the central coast now to the Booty Peninsula, which is near Gosford, if you like. Um, and that's very diverse because it goes right to the sea. So you've got from forest to the sea with the Booty National Park. And it's called Pretty Beach House as the resort there. And again, it makes for a lovely weekend getaway for any of us that are more local. Uh, and it's home to countless attractions as well, including one of Australia's first marine protected areas, um, significant Aboriginal sites. And of course, you're going to get unique animals and plant life, an old paddle steamer wreck even off the coast. And of course, you've got a lovely, um, being a coastal location, you've got these wonderful walks, of course, that you can do uh, down to Tranquil Maitland Bay, or you can go swimming or fishing or whale watching. And it is lovely coastline down there. It's beautiful, isn't it? Um, I'm moving south again now. I'm all over the shop here, but I haven't put these in any order. Uh, Lake House down in Dalesford in Victoria. Now, uh, Alla Wolf Tasco, who's at AM now, is a renowned chef. And, of course, the food at the Lake House, if you're ever in Victoria, if you're not staying at the Lake House, I've dined there for lunch. It is to die for, and the setting is exquisite. Um, And it sort of, as it says, one comment was, the elegant retreat blends the best of rural life with the sophisticated pleasures of fine dining and elegant surrounds. So it lies on the shores of beautiful Lake Dalesford and you've got walking tracks uh, that lead from the property around the lake and into the Wombat State Forest. So again, you're still doing rural things as well and it's also got um, mineral springs there. So you can actually go and sit in some bubbles and enjoy, the, have a spa, a native, you know, natural spa, and lots of lovely bird life there as well. So fantastic. And then one last one, Sapphire Freysonae, Tasmania. And if you've ever looked at a shot of that from the air, it's in the shape of a manta ray. Uh, quite an extensive, exquisite-looking building, again, like Gagadu as the crocodile in Kakadu, but this is a stingray. So that's on Tasmania's east coast, and again, a beautiful discreetly positioned overlooking the Hazard Mountains, the Freysonet Peninsula and the pristine waters of Great Oyster Bay. Again, many beautiful walks you can do there which lead up to the Bay of Fires walk and so on. Delightful area of our country in Tasmania. We're talking travel and that's thanks to our sponsor Travel on King and Sally Lucas. We are enjoying some wonderful places in Australia but also some wonderful places to stay. Exactly. Um, We did briefly mentioned Southern Ocean Lodge at the beginning because I had won this award but just to touch back on that a little because that was next in my list um, it is widely acclaimed of course Kangaroo Island or KI as the locals call it as Australia's Galapagos and the amount of abundance of native wildlife there is an amazing thing to discover. Now it's almost 4,500 square kilometres and is Australia's third largest island with more than one third of the island declared as conservation or national park. So you come face to face on a regular basis of course with prolific bird and animal species, the New Zealand fur seals, koalas, kangaroos, Australian sea lions, ospreys, echidnas and much much more and as we've said just dramatic coastal vistas and just very unspoiled sheer limestone cliffs, you've got sheltered coves, you've got deserted stretches of sugar white sand and it, it is really quite delightful. Uh, the next one is Capella, which I mentioned was owned by the same company. And Capella is on Lord Howe Island, of course, another one of our 
I think, must-do destinations for anyone that hasn't been there. It really should be on your bucket list. It's a beautiful place. You don't even have to stay at Capella Lodge if it's not within your budget. There's plenty of other lesser-priced places that you can stay, even self-contained, so you can do your own thing. But Capella Lodge is wonderful. It's... as I said, it's World Heritage listed as well, Lord Howe Island. And, of course, you're resting atop the romantic Lover's Bay, as it's called on Lord Howe, and it's at the foot of those imperious mountain twins, Lidgebird and Gower, which, if you're brave enough, you can climb. Um, Good so, view. Yes. Um, every time Scott's gone to do it, it's been bad weather and he hasn't been able to do it. That's three times he's missed out. There you go. Um, you've got spectacular views of ocean reef and mountains from the lodge there and, of course, the clear, warm Lord Howe waters, you can swim in nearly all year round. And, of course, you've got the coral being this wonderful southernmost reef that you can find. And you've got soft and hard corals, sea turtles, stacks of fish, kingfish, tuna and marlin regularly are caught there and fantastic. And what you've got to remember with um, Lord Howe, it, it's a very interesting shaped island. It's a crescent-shaped island, which is a remnant of a seven-year-old million-year-old shield volcano. It's only 11 kilometres long and two kilometres wide, but absolutely just stunning. Um, Hopping across now to WA, Cape Lodge in the Margaret River region. So, of course, you're again in wonderful wine country, but you're surrounded by stunning Kari forests, lake, parklands, etc. And you're only minutes away, of course, from spectacular clothesline, the famous Margaret River surf, of course, sparkling Indian Ocean, and just a delightful place to go also. The next one, I'm sticking in WA now, Sal Salis, which is Ningaloo Reef. Um, now, this is a remote beachside safari camp in the dunes of um, the, the, Capes, the Cape Range National Park. It's only got nine wilderness tents there. And, um, yeah, so you're staying in an incredibly isolated but stunning location. And, of course, the corals of the Ningaloo Reef are only just metres offshore and, of course, famous for whale sharks from March to June. Plus, you've got manta rays, dugongs, turtles, humpback whales from June to November. And they also have in their passing from time to time a whole range of whales like the blue whale, the sperm, the minke, the southern rye and the killer whales as well as many dolphins. And in late January, February, you get rare turtle species hatching. So really wonderful place. 5,000 square kilometres of ocean is the Ningaloo National Park. So a great place. Hopping across to Queensland now, Crystal Book Lodge, which is in outback North Queensland. It's about a 40-minute flight from Cairns. And this is an outback mecca for keen fishermen and nature lovers as um, it's actually perched over the spectacular Crystal Book Lake, which is an inner lake. And it's a haven to a staggering range of wildlife, again, including birds, freshwater crockies as well. Mm. Watch watch that, of course. Mm. But you can spend your days on the lake or riverside or exploring the bush wilderness or just enjoying the serenity and stillness of the outback. So lovely place. Sticking with Queensland, Spices Peak Lodge, which is on the main range of Darling Downs in southeast Queensland. Now, it's located on 8,000 acres at the peak of the Ridge with breathtaking views of the World Heritage listed Main Range National Park and Scenic Rim. Now, it's Queensland's highest mountain lodge retreat, and there are 10 ecosystems represented in the nature refuge there, which is just amazing. Um, Eucalypt, open forest, woodlands, and you've got native mammals with platypus, five types of kangaroo and dingo, three types of possum, and all sorts of small creatures, including bandicoots and bats. It's about 90 minutes southwest of Brisbane. Um, Silky Oaks Lodge, I've been lucky enough to have lunch there. Gorgeous place. It's right on the river uh, in Mosman Gorge in the, in the Daintree area, far north Queensland. Port Douglas is probably your closest town to it. Um, so again, if you, d- you don't want to stay there, but you want to stay in Port Douglas or Cairns, you can still do that and book in for a lovely lunch or a spa treatment. Um, and of course, it's 
fantastic to be close into that World Heritage Listed Daintree National Park, which is spectacular. It is the largest continuous area of tropical rainforest on the Australian continent. Mm. And um, the coastline, of course, north of the Daintree, the rainforest goes right to the edge of the sea. And they always describe it where the rainforest meets the sea, which is one of the few places in the world where you have that occurring. Um, It was named after Richard Daintree, who founded it. And it's uh, loosely defined as the area between Mosman Gorge and the Bloomfield River. It contains 30% of the frog, reptile and marsupial species in Australia. 30% is a lot. 30%, isn't it? 65% of Australia's bat and butterfly species. 18% 18% of bird species in the country can be found in that area as well. Over 12,000 species of insects. Now, all of this wow. diversity is contained in an area that takes up 0.1% of the landmass of Australia. It is very special. And they say that's where the origin of our veg- the world's vegetation, the cycad, came from the Daintree. Mm. So, very special. Um, okay, El Questro and the, and the True North Cruising have joined together to offer you a, a combination, as we've mentioned before, but separately on their own. You've got to remember El Questro is perched on the wonderful Chamberlain Gorge. It's a spectacular location and in the middle, of, again, of about a million acres of wilderness park. It's about 100 k's from the nearest town of Kununurra. Um, you can either fly from Darwin or if you're in Kununurra, you can fly from Kununurra or, of course, drive from Kununurra. Only in the dry season. Again, of course, all these lodges that are up in that top north area are only open basically from about April to October, uh, to give you an idea. So actually, as they're perched on a cliff top, it's a really pretty location. But you've got springs there again, the um, Zebedee Thermal Springs, which you can do in, you can do private, you know, cruise gorge, rivers, uh, waterfalls, explore from the air, horse ride, hike, whatever you want to do. And then True North, of course, as we know, is one of the vessels that do these wonderful Kimberley wilderness cruises. And they do a range of cruises from 6 to 13 nights. And they also cover cruises um, to the Abrolhos Islands and Ningaloo Reef and Montebello Islands. They do an 11-day cruise from Perth to Dampier, as well as the Kimberley Coast cruises, and a five-night coral atoll cruise to the Rowley, Rowley Shoals from Broome. So you've got a few options there with cruising on True North as well. I've got one to go. One to go. It's Top End Kakadu, Bamaroo Plains, which is an extraordinary bush experience on the edge of Kakadu National Park, of course, in the Northern Territory. The coastal floodplains of Northern Australia are home to prolific bird and wildlife, and it's our answer to the Okavango Delta in Africa, I think. Um, and, of course, it's, it's in the heartland of Kakadu and Arnhem Land, which is part land of also of our Indigenous culture. So you've got wonderful things you can do there. They have those, um, what do they call those boats that f- almost float over the water, um, like hovers, hovers, but they're called something else oh, now. Wow. But you can go on one of those anyway. Uh, my, the name escapes me. And, of course, you've got wonderful rock art and galleries that record, record 50,000 years of Aboriginal occupation, which reveal a depth of history and culture often hidden in modern Australia. So you can get over there and, again, do a wonderful scenic flight if you've got a chance over Kakadu and the escarpment. And the perfect place where you get thousands of magpie geese will wake you up of a morning. Just wonderful and the whistling of kites and you have wallabies hopping past your bungalow and all this wonderful wildlife, brumbies, buffalo, dingoes, wallabies. We have just so many beautiful places in our country to visit and we should never forget that because our world is our oyster, we say, but we've got it all right here as well. And we can spoil ourselves a little while we do it. Every now and again, that doesn't hurt, Jane. Um, We've given everyone, I hope, a good idea of our Australian wonderful destinations and resorts today, which is what I was really trying to do. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll be back talking travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news on 2NURFM.